Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock, and this is the Inner Edge podcast, where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable, high-performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress, and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way, and indeed, there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hey there. Uh, I hope wherever you are listening to this, that you're looking after yourself, that you're keeping well. Um, as I'm recording this, it's uh, middle of February, coming up to uh, Valentine's weekend, probably like no other we've ever had before. And I said in a, a previous episode that uh, I was going to record a special episode just for uh, maybe some food for thought, hopefully, and some tips around how to look after yourself in, in a pandemic and how to reset because like there's a lot going on and certainly from my point of view um my plan for the first quarter this year maybe like a lot of people like i thought it was going to be this that and the other and i certainly with my top priorities i've definitely moved them forwards having said that i think obviously in ireland anyway where i am the the wind direction shifted and changed because of the rise and increase in numbers with the pandemic and also um obviously the, we've gone into a lockdown which has had a big effect on people and people's minds in particular and obviously this is the inner edge so i suppose i'm going to talk today about uh, some practical tips but really try and bring a, a, a mental or inner angle to them and what i've seen over the last six weeks where i've been much more connected with people virtually in terms of working with organizations trying to help their people get through um this time because most people seem to be finding it more difficult than any other uh lockdown time so yeah, I'm going to share with you some ideas and, and you can take out of whatever you want. Because the reality is that no matter who you are, um, the best of the best will get caught out and are getting caught out right now. And we all need to have a way to reset ourselves. Um, if not daily, it could even be like every couple of hours, perhaps, you know, because there's a lot going on. And it's really important to have your way to reset yourself when you get disrupted, not if you get disrupted, but when. And actually, maybe one of the gifts of this pandemic, perhaps, is to learn some of these skills, which, from my point of view, are, are largely um, mental or inner. Uh, because I do believe the next decade, you, you may not like the sound of this, but there's going to be more disruption after we come out of this pandemic because it, it'll be coming from technology. There's an acceleration um, of technology because of the convergence. We might talk about that in a different episode. <laughs> but So I think, to me, to navigate through uncertainty, to reset yourself, um, the mind is at the center of all of that, or certainly the inner world is at the center. So a couple of stories maybe to bring us in, because I've got kind of three sections that I want to talk through, but I'll give you a story first. So I, I was talking over the last few weeks with a lot of different people, a lot of clients, but one story in particular where I was talking to a client uh, privately comes to mind where, you know, very smart um, entrepreneurial client, and they were beating themselves up, getting annoyed with themselves because, as they said to me, look, I kind of know what I should be doing and I shouldn't be feeling like this and I'm getting annoyed that I'm feeling bad I'm feeling down I mean I know better and I mean who can't relate to that I certainly can I've had my times where I really got annoyed at myself but when you step back and think about it like who's getting annoyed with who again it's the inner voice what I call Gollum that usually happens when your mood drops and it happens to everybody where just that inner critic kicks in and once you recognize that that's what's going on it's actually easier to let go of Okay, but at the same time, if you're new to this material, that might be more difficult. So, you know, 
that that's one thing. And so obviously when we're talking about they start to realize, oh yeah, actually on, I'm letting that voice get control. And even as something as simple as going for a walk and just coming into the moment, you know, actually it's that simplicity of just getting away from that voice, just letting it just distract yourself. Because there's a lot at stake when you're off. When you're off and you're tired and you're just not feeling like yourself, there's a lot at stake. And you know, I was again I was talking with uh, a woman in a group context recently where very smart, um, ambitious uh, woman who's actually in a leadership position in the organization. And again, just explaining to me again, just feeling frustrated, feeling tired. And realizing as we're talking, she said, you know, I'm just realizing that actually when I'm off, it just ripples into my kids, it ripples into my relationship, it ripples into my work. And the same thing applies as you running a team. When you're off, it runs into your team. It runs into your organization, which ultimately means it runs into your customers, which again means it runs into the bottom line. That's the way that your mood works. Um, it's mood contagion. It, it spreads. It's worse than a virus. The virus of your mind, your mood, moving on. So here's a quote to consider uh, from an American author uh, who did, I think he sold quite a few millions of books, Carlos Castaneda. I just think this is a class quote. Uh, we either make ourselves miserable or we make ourselves happy. The amount of work is the same. The amount of work is the same. So let's think about this. So I'm going to give you three categories. One is what's worked before. Um, two is what I know, but I don't do it. And three is going easy on yourself. Or as we say sometimes in Ireland, down the country, go easy on yourself. So what's worked before? These are some, what surprised me with a lot of clients and with a lot of people I know who are very smart is that with this disruption, it's knocked them out of their normality, their routine. And so they seem to have unconsciously stopped what has always worked for them. And I've talked to many clients uh, who are all over the place. Um, again, a, a woman comes to mind who's a very smart senior executive, a leader in their field. And I had checked in to say, listen, how are you doing? Because I hadn't heard from them in a little bit. And I said, and they said, oh, I'm not great, not great. And as we talked it out, I just asked them some of the basic questions uh, just to be annoying as I do, you know, around the stuff that I'd expect them to be doing, just looking after themselves. And of course, nothing was being done. And I'm talking about simple stuff. So for example, I'm saying, you know, they were saying, well, look, my exercise um, routine is 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 completely disrupted. I can't go to the gym. Da, da, da. Well, I said, well, what exercise are you doing? Well, nothing. I just told you the gym is closed. I said, yeah, but surely you can adapt. And it's that simplicity of just sometimes the mind will just shut down its own creativity and the simplicity that came out of it was, okay, do you know what? I just need to go for uh, a couple of walks during the day, even go for a walk during my lunch break, uh, have no technology on that time. Just literally just allow my mind to settle. Just allow my mind to settle. And the other thing was that, uh, you know, this person um, would need to go to their work so they they have a bit of time in the car. And I said, what are you listening to in the car when you're driving? And I said, well, I'm listening to the news to get the updates on the numbers and what's going on. And I said, hang on a second here. We both know the first hour to hour and a half of the day is the golden time for your mind. Don't be listening to the news. Even if it's part of your job for the first hour at least, no news. You can check in with the news quite quickly or leave it to later in the day. Why? Because, again, it's that inner pollution. Like what you're taking into your mind affects the health of your mind, what you take into your body affects your body. So why is your mind any different? It's not. So we have to kind of marshal and put in the work to say, actually, hang on, how do I want to start my day? And then maybe top of the list was I said, I'm assuming based on what you're telling me, so, you know, busy mind, stressed mind, tired mind, you probably stop writing down your top outcomes for the day, you know, your two or three outcomes that are going to move the dial. 
And they said, of course, you know, I've stopped all that as well. So, so there are a couple of things to think about taking some breaks for your mind during the day, simple exercise like walking, no news in the, mor- in the morning time. I, I'd recommend no news at all in the last two hours before bed and then clarifying your top outcomes for the day in writing. Okay. And that leads a little bit into my next point, which is around, you know, am I doing what I know? And I think this is massive because if I, you know, I was asking many people recently, a common question was, what's the first thing you do every morning? And I was talking to a a CEO of a large organization recently, and I was talking about this and they just looked at me and said, oh my God, I know this. I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing. And I'm trying to think, why did I start doing this? And I said, well, the reason you started doing it was because you've been disrupted like us all with what's going on on our planet right now. And that's okay. So the first thing you do every morning, most people would say, from being honest, I wake up, open my eyes. Where do I go? Nowhere. I, I reach across, maybe turn off the phone on my, on the alarm on my phone, but then I, I'll turn on the phone and have a look at email, maybe the news, maybe social media. And what you're doing straight away is, is pretty much just taking CRAP into your mind first thing in the morning. And so for me, I think you know yourself, it's just not going to get the best out of you. If you want to be a top athlete, a top leader, uh, is that the best way to start your day? No. So uh, again, the CEO just looked at me and said, oh my God, okay. And I said, and we, I'll talk about an alternative in a second because I think there's a very specific, healthier way to start your day. Um, and maybe I'm sure you're, maybe you're doing it, great. Maybe you can enhance it. Or maybe you know what to do, but you just stop doing it like a lot of people. And, and that's okay. And it ties into my next point, which is go easy on yourself. Or for non-Irish people, go easy on yourself. You know, that's, um, I think even over the last week, you know, we're, we're, we're coming into midterm here in Ireland um, next week, uh, which uh, certainly in my house we're all delighted about because it's been, uh, as I'm sure maybe if you're a parent, been full on uh, at home with the kids and everything else and trying to get through schoolwork and the structure and, you know, helping everybody manage their emotions as they go up and down. And I talked to maybe a handful of people this week who we're doing okay and they were doing quite well. And then they were chatting to me and they said, you know, when I heard that we're not going to come out of this lockdown really until after Easter, it just kicked me really hard and knocked me sideways. And I just, it just really, it just really hit me and it just felt low. Now that's okay. Cause that's humans understandable. I think, you know, who wouldn't be feeling, Oh God, here we go. Um, but if you get stuck in it, obviously it's not great. But what was worse in this situation with these people was that they were allowing their inner voice to, again, beat themselves up about it, the fact that they were feeling low. Because one of them, one woman said to me, she said, look, I shouldn't be feeling like this. And I said, why not? I said, don't be aggravating yourself by even thinking that. And I think, you know, if you're stepping out of yourself, as someone said to me before, and step out of yourself almost like you're looking after yourself, like you're looking after a baby and looking at, and you're looking at yourself and saying, what does this person need right now? Do they need a day off? Do they need just to go easy on themselves? Do they need to stop beating themselves up? Do they need a good night's sleep? Do they need to have a bit of crack with a friend? Do they need to just go for a walk? Do they need to go for a run? Like what What do they need? And look at yourself like that person because, you know, like a parent in a family, like a leader in an organization, you're the goose that lays the golden egg. And if you're not looking after yourself, well then, the eggs aren't going to come. I think that's probably one of the reasons it's a famous metaphor for, well, it's, but it's the truth is on a, on a plane, if, you know, if, if there's a decompression and um, depress- depressurization of the cabin, um, the safety instructions are always put 
your oxygen mask on yourself first before you help anybody else, before you help your kids. Why? Because you can't help anybody else if you're not looking after yourself. So go back to that quote. We either make ourselves miserable or we make ourselves happy. The amount of work is the same. But the key word in that quote for me is work. You know, most of the time we kind of just approach our days without thinking, hang on, am I doing, what am I doing? Is it working for me? How do I approach my day? So as a leader in any capacity, um, I, I think it, on a normal level, it's, it's highly uh, useful to think about your, your day in terms of, in terms of approaching it like, um, like a top-performing Formula One team. You know, that if you're, if you're in a Formula One team like Mercedes, you know, they, they will plan out their approach uh, to a race and they will have pit stops and they will adapt to the circumstances and the weather conditions um, and use those pit stops to manage themselves, manage the team, manage the driver during the race. But uh, do most of us as leaders do that? I don't think so. I don't. I think even it's gotten worse with this uh, working from home because people aren't used to it. And we need to, need to adapt the way that we work. So I think we need to take more regular pit stops, actually, you know, actually taking breaks and calming our minds down because we're looking at screens all the time. But for me, just break the, the day normally into three. You know, the morning time, well, how do you start your morning? Then during the day, what's your, what's your, how do you approach the day? And then the afternoon and evening, how do you switch off? How do you reset? How do you regenerate? But one of the things that I, I do for me, um, for example, with my morning, I, I start analog instead of starting digital. And what that means for me is no tech whatsoever for the first hour. Um, I'll do a little bit of meditation, relaxation, and then I... We'll take out a notebook that I use every day, and I will write out certain things to get my mind in, a, in the right space. For example, I'll, I'll answer this question, what's good in my life? And that just directs my mind into the right space to start it off. Because there's loads of things that my mind will say are not right or that I don't like. So I have to work that, that word again to get my mind into the right space, put the right things. And actually, it has an amazing effect. And you might be skeptical, but I've... I'm, I'm I'm coming from a skeptical background here, so my own, my own inner voice is like that, <laughs> or not so much as it used to be, which is good. And I've, uh, I I work with a lot of skeptics, and all of them will say this has a big effect. So maybe try it out, and then during the day, you know, try out some mental pit stops, take some breaks, mental breaks just for your mind. Don't get on tech. Go outside and breathe. Walk during the day. Amazing, free, easy. We're wired to actually have a reset when we do that it's, it's incredible and then the evening time what's your plan what's your strategy you know are you going to do what most people do which is basically stay on their phone or mobile devices or literally up to bedtime go to bed tired but wired or or can you do what the science is telling us what your experience is probably telling you what you probably know which is no tech for an hour and a half to two hours before bed so you kind of go in and get a proper good night's sleep which really is the foundation of so much as you know as so much um and then just one other proof of thought is while I'm talking about structure here, some of my clients get a surprise sometimes when they hear me talking about how much I value unstructure or just free flow or creative, creative fun and just whatever, a spontaneous kind of approach. And I think that's important too to get that balance. So for us, um, this week, as we're going into the midterm week where schools are off and certainly in our house, <laughs> the kids and our family needs a week of no structure. So I know... And my wife, Judy, who's, who's very artistic and creative, 
just came up with the idea and said, you know, and, and when she said it, I thought, wow, she's just dead right. Is we've had a few weeks of trying to structure everything with school and everything else, and the kids need a break. So does mommy and daddy. So I think, you know, next or this week is going to be about having fun. And I know that Monday already, uh, duty's planned that Monday morning, it's good, they're going to have a pajama day and it's cinema, it's watching movies, having popcorn, completely unstructured. Uh, Daddy, unfortunately, won't be involved in that because Daddy's got a few things to do with with the work, etc. But I, I'll, I'll, I'll muscle in on some of the action over the course of the week for sure. So don't be concerned about me. <laughs> if I'm tired... Am I pushing, 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 or do I need to just come up with a reset? So do you need a reset? You may well do, because even the best of the best will have their moments. So how about stepping back and asking what you need from a third-party perspective, as if you were caring for somebody else? What do you need? What do they need? And don't be thinking you're the only one, if you're listening to this, thinking, oh, I'm the only one who's feeling this way. No, you're not. It's, It's in the majority. Having said that, from my point of view, this is an opportunity to learn more about how you work from the inside out and how to manage yourself in a better way because that's that potentially is the start of a really exciting journey towards self-mastery which perhaps for me is is the pinnacle of everything and everybody needs a reset at different times everybody the best of the best so look after yourself i hope this helps bye